0: app store or the google play store today
1: shopping for the best e-commerce tips tricks and techniques looking for better ways to push your product out of your online store watch your shopping cart overflow because you found the e-com experts the e-com experts show you what you need to know to be a successful online retailer. Learn their search marketing strategies, their web marketing wisdom, and their calculated conversion measures. Please welcome the host of e-com experts, Shauna Siegel.
2: Welcome everybody to our show, and if you're listening to us live, today is Tuesday, July 16th. It's Mama's birthday, and that's will say which. That witch is in California and Las Vegas without me. So next time you guys see her, make sure that you give her quite the hard time about that. So if you're not in our chat room, come on in, go to top of webmasterradio.fm and click on the chat link up on top and get your booty in here and come and chat with us. Because today we are talking with Peter from Merchant Advantage. How are you doing today, Peter?
3: Good, good. Great to be on. Thank you.
2: Well, tell me a little bit about yourself and how you got involved with e-commerce, because I love to hear that, and a little bit about Merchant Advantage.
3: Well, I started on the internet, marketing on the internet, back in 2004, Mm -hmm. and started doing info products and was doing it part-time, and then I went full-time on the internet in 2010. Mm -hmm. And I was doing uh, mostly... um, an agency doing pay-per-click for companies and I wanted to, I just got a little bit burnt out on doing smaller clients. I wanted to do uh, a lot bigger accounts. So I decided to go the corporate route and answered an ad in the paper that Merchant Advantage had. And so now I get to um, manage over seven figures a month in Google ad spend. So that's That's very exciting. Merchant Advantage is a software company, and what we do is it's kind of two sides, two different uh, sides of the business. The first thing is how they started, which is uh, doing data feeds to all the different uh, comparison shopping engines. So they would clean up your data and then send it to those comparison shopping engines – and track your sales from each uh, individual shopping engine, and then also all the way down to exactly which products were selling on which shopping engines. And then when Google started their PLAs, we were able to take that same software and produce Google product listing ads as well as AdWords in bulk all the way down to the product level. So we, we, Do that for pretty much 50% is we license the software to agencies and then the other 50% is uh, online stores directly.
2: Gotcha, gotcha. Well, lots of good stuff. So, so today, though, we are going to talk specifically about Google product listing ads because this can be extremely confusing for a lot of, especially new e-commerce site owners. So if you can, help us to understand <clears> what's the difference between Google product listing ads and just your regular Google AdWords.
3: Okay, yeah, perfect. Uh, well, with AdWords, you have total control of what keywords you want to bid on. And you can get, you know, very granular right down to the, to the model number of your product, for example. With PLAs, there are no keywords to target. And also, obviously, AdWords are text-based ads and PLAs are image, image-based. You see the image and that's why they get such a higher click-through rate. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is the product listing ads use product tar- targets to determine which items in your merchant center, your Google Merchant Center account, they're going to show on the results. And then the other thing is that they both use negative keywords and PLAs. Some people don't may not know this, but you you use negative keyword search terms in PLAs just like you would AdWords to filter out bad search query reports. Mm-hmm. And so basically Google is looking at your feed data and they're pulling information from that in order to determine what products they're going to show to the to the Different search queries that people type in. So if they type in, you know, Canon Rebel T three T three camera, for example, they're looking at all the data feeds that have that in their in their Merchant Center data feed account, and then they're showing those ads based on that information.
2: Mm. Okay. All right. So so now the next question is, well, we decide we want to get into the Google product listing ads, which you know we've definitely seen have been wonderful for conversions and getting more traffic to the store. How do e-commerce store owners really get started with um, these product listing ads?
3: Well, the short answer is you start by going to the Google Merchant Center and you're going to Create a feed, upload that to Google, and then you can simply go to your Google AdWords account and just like you would set up a campaign for AdWords, you're going to do the same thing. The only one of the big differences, of course, you're going to click the product listing ad radio button, and then you're going to enter in your normal stuff, your daily bid, your uh, your daily budget, excuse me, your bid prices, and then you're going to connect your Google AdWords account with your Merchant Center and That's easy to do. You're just hitting, uh, clicking on the Add Extension tabs and Add Product Extension, and then you choose your Merchant Center ID. But one of the best things to do to really get um, more detailed information with screenshots, Uh you know, Google's real good about uh, showing you how to do stuff. They have have their blog at the googlecommerce.blogspot.com, and then Uh they also have a YouTube channel, which is youtube.com. Forward slash user forward slash Google Commerce. So, uh-huh. you know the main thing is that it's the e-commerce store owner's job to create a great feed because everything's kind of based on that feed. Just like you know, if you were building a house, the foundation is is the most important to have that strong foundation. You know, you have to look at that feed as your foundation because uh-huh. everything's going off that going off of that. Um, That feed, and one of the things you can do is Google, Google just Google the word Google Feed Spec, and the Mm. first result will come up, and that'll be a page that Google has that tells you everything they want in that feed,
2: all the things they require. Yeah, and it's and it's important that store owners, you know, um, are able to look at that information and understand exactly what they're seeing, so that they get the best. You know, best uh, out. You know what? I can't even get my words right today. (laughs) The best 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 results. results. Yes, thank you. Gosh, I'm. And you know, and that's another thing is what's the best way to set up those product listing ads to get the best performance?
3: This is where a lot of people are confused because they, they kind of they think AdWords instead of product listing ads, but. There's a few things that you know. Main points you want to you want to think about and, t- and take advantage of. The first thing is Google expects you to just set up basically one campaign, one ad group, and put your feed up for that one ad group and just advertise your products under one price, one price bid. Mm-hmm. However, obviously that has a lot of disadvantages. So, and I'll I'll tell you about that in a second. But the very least thing that you should do is set up your campaigns by a category. So not just one campaign, but have one, at least one for every category. Um, When you do this, it's still very rudimentary because you're not getting down granular enough. And right now PLAs are very cheap to advertise on. But just like AdWords were years ago, they were very cheap to advertise on Google AdWords. And now it's pretty expensive per click. But with PLAs, it's very still very inexpensive. But as more and more people get uh, hear about it and start using it, of course, those bids are going to go up. That's just common sense. And so it's very important to get as granular as possible. So you want to set up your ad groups so that it's not just one ad group for your entire feed. The ideal thing is to have an ad group for each individual specific product. So – Let's say, for example, you had a a boot store and you had different boots like you had uh, Red Wing boots, Harley-Davidson boots, and uh, Justin boots, Danner boots. So you could do a campaign for each boot brand and then you would have an ad group for each model of your boot. So you'd have a campaign with Harley-Davidson boots and then you would want to add – an ad group for every single product. Now, if you have only a few hundred products in your entire store, that's not very hard to do. It's difficult when you have thousands of products to do it that way through Google's interface. But that is the most important thing is to have one ad group per product.
2: Mm. All right. Well, and and of course it's going to take a lot of work to set up, but you're going to see better results that way.
3: Exactly because you're getting you want to get data. the more data you get, the more uh, intelligent decisions you can make when you 're talking about setting bids and uh, doing search query management uh-huh. so that 's the other thing when you when you just have a couple campaigns and one ad group for the entire category, like one ad group, if you only had one ad group for let 's go back to the boot example for example. So uh-huh. you got Harley Davidson boots or you got Danner boots and and your campaign is is the Harley Davidson boots for one campaign and you had one ad group with all of your let's say there was you know 30 different Harley Davidson boot boot models and they were priced from anywhere from 30 bucks on up to $300 well if you've got just one bid price for the entire range of products that's not going to be optimal ROI, return on investment, because you're bidding the same amount for a, a boot that might have a really big markup versus a boot that's got a very small margin.
1: Mm-hmm. So
3: that's why it's important to have an ad group for each product. In this case, it would be each boot model so that you can set a separate bid for each of those models. Obviously, you can afford to bid higher for a boot that costs $250 versus bidding much lower for a boot that might only cost 40 bucks.
2: Mhm. Makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense when you especially when you break it down that way and I feel like when I talk to store owners the whole thing of the product listing ads, because it is done a little bit differently, is very confusing for them. So let's take a real quick break and kind of discuss more of like, how are you going to manage these ads, especially because you don't have those keywords. And that's where I feel like everybody gets into the software and that's what they want to locate. It's like, where do I put in these keywords? So let's kind of get into that. But first, we'll take a real, real quick break. Guys, don't go anywhere. You're listening to Ecom Experts on WebmasterRadio.fm.
1: Time to check out our sponsors. Ecom experts will return after this. Oh yeah, my
4: day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day?
1: Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org.
2: Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files.
3: Our in-house staff of professional writers and researchers is the best in the industry. We're the link builders you've been looking for. Visit us today at pageonepower.com.
0: Welcome to PPC Rockstars. Get ready to rumble through the latest PPC news and views from around the blogosphere. Learn from our host and the PPC pros that will take you to the promised land of PPC profit. PPC Rockstars. On demand, anytime. Inside the advertising channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
1: You're back with the ecom experts, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Shauna Siegel.
2: Welcome back, everyone. We're here with Peter from MerchantAdvantage.com, and we're talking about product listing ads. And you know, one of the biggest things that people say to me, I gotta tell you, is where are the keywords? Where do I put in the keywords? <laughs> So how do you manage these since you don't have keywords because that's what people are looking for that's what that's what they've been trained to do
1: Yes
3: exactly well you manage them through through two ways a well actually three but the main two <laughs> is your your search query management your your bid strategy your different bid amounts in automated rules. So most people might be familiar with automated rules because those are all for, also for AdWords, where you're going in and you're setting up a rule that says, you know, decrease bids by five cents if, you know, zero conversions and so many impressions, however you want to set those up. But the main thing is with what we call search query management. So if you were in your Google interface, in your one of your PLA campaigns, you could click on the Auto Targets tab, and then that's going to bring up the next uh, all these search terms. You're going to see a little box below the graph that says "See Search Terms." You're going to pull that down. You're going to hit the word "All," and then what the, what's happening is you're going to see all the search queries that people typed into Google that showed your products and if you've got in this is why it's so important and I keep harping on product specific individual ad groups right an, uh, an ad group for each individual product because when you do it that way that granular uh, way, what it's gonna do is on the right of that search query term it's gonna show the exact product that Google actually showed to that searcher so let's say for example you had uh, someone typed in Harley-Davidson Black Boot Zipper, right? And you would be able to see that maybe Google showed them a one of your Harley-Davidson black boots that had laces, for example. So the person was shopping was searching for a zipper, Black Harley-Davidson boot. But Google showed them a one that had laces, so you could take that search query term and turn it into a negative keyword only at that ad group. So that ad group is that product with laces. So that next time someone searched for black Harley Davidson zipper boot, it would. What what you're doing is you're taking it. You're making a negative keyword to that one product, so you're forcing Google to show the correct product. Now, that doesn't happen too often because when you have good data in your data feed, it's almost always going to show the correct product. But once in a while, that does happen, especially when people don't pay attention to the search query management. And the other thing that we do with search query management is – I'll talk about that. I'll get more into that a little bit later, but is called um, putting certain search terms into a catch-all. And that is – um, when we're doing two-tier bidding. I'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But anyways, the one thing I want to uh, – so let's say you had a train. For example, you had a store that was selling model trains. Mm-hmm. And you're going into your, your search query management. You're looking at the search terms that people typed in, and you notice that you get a lot of searches for Thomas the train. And Google is showing your model trains on these search terms, you know, Thomas the Train. Well, Thomas the Train is some little kid's toy, right? It's not a a high-end, you know, $70 model train, for example. So if you weren't paying attention to your search query reports, you're spending money on these people clicking on your ad when it's not even what they're looking for they're searching for a toy and what you sell and you have a model train store so you have nothing to do with you know thomas the train little toy but your 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 budget's getting eaten away at because google is showing your product for a search query that's not related to your store but it's closely related because maybe it had the word train in it for example so that's the importance of why you want to keep up on your on looking at your search terms and know exactly what products Google is showing so that you can make that, for example, you would make that a negative keyword term, Thomas the train, in that in that situation if you had a model train store, for example. Or going back to the boots, if one typed in Harley Davidson um, rubber mount, well, they're they're obviously they're looking for a part for their Harley Davidson motorcycle. They're not looking for a boot and then your boot ad shows up. Mm-hmm. It's a disconnect. It's similar, but it's a disconnect. And if, and if that's happening and, and people are clicking on it, then you're wasting money. So you, you manage product listing ads through a lot of the search query terms, the management, making those negative keywords and putting them in a catch-all.
2: Mm. Now, we had a question from one of our listeners who asked, can you use the same Yahoo feed that you use for BizRate for these Google product listings?
3: I have no idea. <laughs> I know it's well, strange. You have someone on, and they ask a question. I don't know. I don't have anything to do with with Yahoo, and I'm not on the uh, comparison shopping engine side of Merchant Advantage. I'm strictly PLAs, and mm-hmm. when the when I get the client, and I'm helping them to manage their account, all that all the feed is already done, and they're up and. You know their their feed is already up in in the Google Merchant Center. So, I don't know a lot about you know the the Yahoo feeds or I, yeah. I the Yahoo the feeds are
2: very basic and it and from um from and you know it it. It's what BizRate wants, but usually Google wants a lot more information because they're really trying their best to get it right for their customer. And I, you know, I constantly remind people, Google, you are Google's customer. When you do a search and you are looking to find a product, a service or information, you are their customer and they're trying to provide you the best possible results because if you don't, you might go to the decision engine, uh, Bing, or you might go try out your or you might go try one new one that you came up with. So they don't want to lose you as a customer. So one of the things I happen to notice is that Google really wants a lot more information than a lot of um, shopping feeds because they really want to get it right. And it's just like you were saying about somebody looking for a Harley part and seeing something for a Harley boot. Yeah, it's Harley, but there is that disconnect between them and they're trying to make sure that they're showing relevant results for what people are looking for.
3: Exactly. And if you have the product, um, if you have, if you look at your, at your data feed and your, your product information, just as you would, uh, from an SEO perspective, if you, you know, when we take, uh, when you do SEO for your individual product pages, you've got the right title, you've got your meta tags, you've got a great description and that description is going to have different, um, uh, syntax. You might have, um, like Harley Davidson boot, you're going to have the word Harley Davidson boot in there and you might have also the word Harley Davidson boots plural and you're going to have your model number in there of course. So you're SEOing that page for that specific individual Harley Davidson model boot and your data feed should be the same way. You want to have the exact good description and titles and product information and then you don't run into that problem. Now getting back to that to that. to that other question about the 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 feed to BizRite. I know that our software, one of the things that we specialize in on the on the search comparison the shopping comparison engine side is that we can take all of your data and then we make a custom feed for all the each individual shopping comparison engines. That's one of the the, the advantages that we do is we custom make your feed for each individual uh, comparison shopping engine. And I I do know that uh, Amazon will – I read that Amazon for Amazon product listing ads will pretty much take the same feed that you use for the Google Merchant Center. But I don't Hmm. know about BizRate or any of that stuff.
2: Yeah, and then also one of our listeners was saying, can you tell me again where to find the search terms people are typing in? I am running PLAs, thanks.
3: Okay, so um, when you are in your campaign, let me pull this up on my computer here. Okay, so when you're in your AdWords account, you've got your tabs that go across campaigns, ad groups, settings, ads, keywords, audience extensions, Ad Extensions, Auto Targets, Dimensions, and Display Network. You click on Auto Targets, and when you click on Auto auto Targets, right below the graph, right in the middle, you're going to see a drop-down box that says See Search Terms. You're just going to click on that drop-down box and click on All, and then you're going to see all the search terms on the left-hand side and the products, the ad group that it showed, right there uh, to the right of that. And that's where you'd find that.
2: Mm, wonderful information. All right. So, guys, we're going to take another real quick break. But when we come back, we're going to learn really, you know, what about if you have thousands of different products in your store? And also, what are some advanced strategies that you can use so that way you really get the best results from your product listing ads. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Ecom Experts on Webmaster radio.fm.
1: Time to check out our sponsors. Ecom Experts will return after this.
4: building better search engine rankings takes the right formula tracking those rankings is super simple
0: all you need is AuthorityLabs.com.
4: labs.com authority labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools no matter what animal labeled algorithms affect your ranking you should be using authority labs unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords,
0: what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports.
4: eBrands.
0: Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators.
4: eBrands.
0: Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Exploring the
4: latest trends and topics in e-commerce and affiliate marketing. Welcome to Affiliate Wire on demand anytime inside the affiliate marketing channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
1: You're back with the e-com experts. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Shauna Siegel.
2: We're here with Peter from MerchantAdvantage.com, who's answering our questions about product listing ads and. You know, what about these store owners? I mean, if we're supposed to really kind of, you know, dive down deep into these products, what do you do if you've got thousands of products? How do you differentiate those bids and create ads for individual products?
3: Exactly. Well, that's where uh, third-party software comes in because you're either doing it by hand, you know, in, in the Google interface, which, you know, if you have a few hundred products, You could do it by hand and that's, you know, that's perfect, right? But a lot of stores, you know, have thousands of products and that's where you have to use third-party software and, you know, of course, you know, that's, that's what we do. That's what Merchant Advantage specializes in.
2: Mm. So, well, that's, well, that's one thing that we have, uh, what are some of the pricing for that?
3: (laughs) Oh, the pricing. The pricing is uh, 9.95 a month, and but that also includes Google AdWords. Right. So let me let me tell you a couple of things that you can do with um, Merchant Advantage software. For example, so if you had a store with 10,000 SKUs products, doesn't matter how many, the software will make. Uh, an individual product-specific ad for each of your products, and what we do is we can also do a different bid for each product using a using what we call formulaic bidding. So we can do a, a like a syntax formula in our software where we can times the price of each product by a certain amount in order to get a different bid amount for each individual product. So your products that are more expensive. You can bid a higher amount, and the ones that are less expensive, you would bid a lower amount. And one of the things that you have to do, Google likes to see fresh feeds all the time. They don't want to, you to go months without updating your feed because they expect you to be adding products to your store. And one of the great advantages of using third-party software like Merchant Advantage is that you can it will it will automatically update your your ads. So let's say for example you raise your prices by five percent. So all you'd simply do is upload your feed again and your prices are are dynamically re-updated. The other thing it does is let's say you you take away uh, a bunch of products from your from your store. You dropped you know five percent of them for whatever reason when your We can get your feed once a day or once every hour as often as you need it. And we will, our software will automatically delete those ads in Google and it will automatically create new ads. So if you added, you know, five more new Harley Davidson model boots, it will automatically create those ads for those five new Harley Davidson boots, for example. That's one of the. The big advantages is that everything is automated so that everything is automatically updated. Everything is automatically deleted when the product is no longer in inventory. Everything can be automatically added when you have new inventory. The other thing is, is that when you set up your campaigns, you can do them by category like I said earlier. You can do your campaigns by manufacturer, by brand. One of the ways I like to set up campaigns uh, which makes it very easy to to um, to manage especially bid wise is by margin so let's say for example you did a campaign that was everything that was under $25 in profit margin and then another campaign was 25 to 50 third one 50 to 75 75 to 100 and 175 and then your sixth campaign might be everything over 175 and then as you start to collect that data, you can see which profit margin items are selling more and which ones are selling less. And then you can also go in and do your search query management based on which items are are selling more, which ones are selling, you know, whatever that data is telling you. And what I was talking about earlier about the, the catch-all, we do a tier, a two-tier bid system. And this is very important. And you can do this uh without Software as well. So even if you're a small, a smaller store, and you're doing this all by hand in, in the Google interface, you should also be doing a two-tier bid system. And what I'm talking about is you have an extra campaign that we call a catch-all, and that catch-all is all of your products, all right, grouped by maybe by manufacturer, and you set that bid limit at a very low amount, like maybe five cents for all for every every product that's in your catch all, which is all the products in your store. And when you're doing your search query management, let's this is what's this is the part that increases your ROI and saves you money. Let's say you had a store selling electronics and someone is typing in um, Sony DVD player model x three five two nine. Okay, so and you're bidding, maybe you're bidding, you know, 45 cents or 30 cents for that term. And that's a great term if you owned and sold Sony DVD players, obviously. But what if they typed in Sony DVD player reviews? Well, one search query is obviously a buyer. That guy's, that guy's, look, he already knows what he wants, he's ready to buy. The other search query, the, sony dvd player reviews that guy's a researcher he's not necessarily ready to buy yet so if i'm bidding 30 cents for uh that term sony dvd player model number yada yada i don't want to pay 30 cents for the same search query term that sony dvd player reviews Mm -hmm. so i can take that search query term the reviews one and i can make it a negative keyword term to all my PLA campaigns, right, except mm-hmm. the catch-all, except the catch-all. So next time someone types in Sony DVD player reviews, I'm not going to pay the 30 cents for that click. Instead, my catch-all campaign is going is to show up for that term, and I'm only going to pay a couple cents for that term. I'm still going to get that traffic, and a lot of that traffic will convert, and really give me a high ROI because I'm only paying a few cents for it. So that's how that's what we call a two-tier bid system, which is very, very effective, and everyone should be doing using a catch-all campaign in their PLAs.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: It's, Absolutely. it's so important.
2: Absolutely. So, and and what other advanced strategies for setting up and ma- managing those product listing ads can you give to our listeners?
3: I would say the biggest one is the, the two tier bid system the catch all doing the if you if you don't have individual ad groups for each product then when you when you go to that auto uh, target tag and you do the search term see all and cuz you want to look at your search query terms Google is not going to show you which product they showed for their search terms. They're just going to show you the search terms that were in that category. Maybe they're just going to show you the search terms that were in that campaign, Harley Davidson boots, for example. So unless you have the individual product-specific ad groups, you can't see what ad Google showed for each search query report, each search query term, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. So that's… Why it's so important that if you really want to get the highest ROI possible, the best results possible, you have to have product-specific ad groups. There's no way around it. It's the it's it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. Really, I can't say enough about PLAs because our clients get such great results. And now that Google came out with um, dynamic retargeting, when you when you add in dynamic retargeting. With PLAs, you know, there's no better advertising avenue than PLAs right now.
2: Mm -hmm. Well, I think that you gave us a lot of great information, um, and we are certainly very appreciative of it. Um, And can you tell me, if people want to get more information about you or even ask more questions about product listing ads or Merchant Advantage, what would be the best way to get a hold of you guys?
3: I tell you what, <clears throat> I'm going to do something even better. If anyone wants to ask me questions, or if they want me to do a free PLA analysis or PLA audit, whatever you want to call it, on your on your PLAs, just mm-hmm. send me an email and I will do a uh, a product analysis with you. We 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 have to make an appointment because. Um, I'm very busy. I do this all day long uh, managing PLAs, but we can we can set up a uh, I'll set up a go-to meeting with you, and you can show me your screen, show me your uh, AdWords account, what you're doing. I'll tell you how to how to get better results, how to fix it. Uh, all you got to do is email me. You can email me at uh, p like Peter, and then my last name, which is Humleker, H U M L E K E R. That's H U M L E K E R. So P Humlucker at merchantadvantage.com. If you send me an email to that and say, hey, I'd like to set up uh, a time where you can look at my PLAs and analyze them for me, I will do that no problem. Our website is merchantadvantage.com. And uh, yeah, I look forward to uh, hearing from you guys. And yeah, if you got any questions or want me to look at your accounts, shoot me an email.
2: That is so awesome. And can you just do the email one more time just in case somebody was right and (laughs) slow? Yep. Uh,
3: It's P like Peter, H like hotel, U like uniform, M like Michael, L like Linda, E Edward, K Kilo, E Edward, R Robert, P at merchantadvantage.com.
2: Perfect. 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 So that way, if you didn't catch it that first time, you got it again. Well, Peter, thank you so much for being on the show with us today. We certainly do appreciate it.
3: My pleasure. Thanks for having me on. I had a good time.
2: All right. Absolutely wonderful. So, guys, join us here again next Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern time because I would love to see you guys again. And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. We are on iTunes. You can subscribe and get the podcast, all kinds of good stuff. All right. I am out of here. I will see you next Tuesday, 2 p.m. Eastern. Have a great week, everybody. Bye-bye. Take care.